0: Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio, that brings life to some of the stories on Power Electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other Aspen media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges, and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial, and consumer. Here is your host, editor-in-chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and eeweb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo
1: Emilia. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode. Today, the topic of this uh, Episode is a wide band gap semiconductors for electric vehicles. Electric vehicles and hybrid electric vehicles are on the lookout for power conversion solutions that are both efficient and cost effective. Wide band gap semiconductors such as gallium nitride and silicon carbide provide superior performance compared to silicon. In this podcast with Filippo Di Giovanni, Strategic Marketing Power Transistor Subgroup at ST Microelectronics, we will discuss, we will understand the main challenges and which benefits gallium nitride, organ, and silicon carbide can offer to the automotive industry. Let me introduce Filippo and talk about these topics. Hi, Filippo. Thanks a lot for being here. How are you? Fine, thanks, uh, Maurizio. So, Filippo, Today, we will talk about uh, wideband gap semiconductors for electric vehicles, for automotive industry. But before before that, before sharing my questions, uh, so tell us, tell me more about, about you. Tell me more about your background. Thank you, Maurizio. Thank
0: you very much. Uh, it's a real pleasure for me uh, to be here discussing about uh, uh, the wideband gap uh, semiconductors in general and in particular for the automotive industry. My name is Filippo Di Giovanni and uh, I work at ST Microelectronics uh, Italy inside the power transistor subgroup, uh, formerly a power transistor division. We develop and uh, commercialize uh, power transistors in different uh, technologies, silicon, silicon carbide and gallium nitride, and offer this in a large variety of packages and power modules.
1: Thank you. So automotive industry is moving uh, towards zero emission transportation, and uh, manufacturers are uh, rapidly r- ramping up their uh, electrification programs. To meet uh, expectations from, uh, from customers on uh, performance, these uh, electric vehicles require efficient power electronics uh, devices, such as silicon carbide and gallium nitride technologies. So all the powertrain uh, would include uh, several parts when uh, GAN and silicon carbide, where can, where GAN and silicon carbide can do the difference in terms of efficiency. So where GAN and silicon carbide can do the difference in the powertrain and why? So where will they offer advantages also considering the R&D in progress?
0: So, as a premise, I would say that uh, ST is very active uh, in proposing uh, solutions uh, uh, to the automotive industry that can allow designers uh, to improve efficiency in all the main electric vehicles uh, systems, which are traction inverters, DC to DC converters, onboard chargers, and also climate control uh, units. We also produce dedicated products uh, for the charging infrastructure uh, right. itself. ST uh, I would say, pioneered the first automotive grade silicon carbide MOSFETs uh, and this, I have to say, have paved the way for the uh, rollout of electric vehicles in the market. Our success was built on uh, a stronger cooperation with the market leader that made it possible uh, to offer exactly what the uh, industry needed uh, in the the very beginning. Drastic efficiency improvements Uh, brought by ST's silicon carbide MOSFETs, are enabling car makers to offer new models which are capable of running uh, longer distances uh, for a given uh, battery pack. Therefore, you know, making the electric vehicle itself more attractive to potential buyers uh, by reducing uh, uh, what is uh, uh, known as range anxiety. GAN uh, gallium nitride course uh, is a further uh, step uh, as uh, specific uh, applications like uh, onboard charger or DC to DC converters will benefit uh, from uh, the technology's inherent high frequency switching capability which in the end help to reduce size weights uh, of uh, electronics uh, even further.
1: So Today's electric drivers are generally uh, operated at the 400 or 800 volt, and IGBT converters have mainly been used. But in the 800 volt operating voltage range, they are increasing, being replaced by silicon carbide uh, devices. So the transition phase from uh, silicon IGBT to silicon carbide MOSFET can. Uh, Request several considerations in terms of design. What's uh, the situation between IGBT and silicon carbide here?
0: Well, uh, Maurizio, the new high-performance and uh, long-range electric uh, vehicles are based on silicon carbide just because IGBTs are not able to reduce heat dissipation, weight, and size. And these are all conditions that are, I would say, prerequisites for overall efficiency improvement. IGBTs have been offered at both uh, 650 volts and uh, 1200 volts, and today's uh, silicon carbide MOSFET uh, from ST offer the same voltage capability, making uh, the transition quite smooth for both the 400 volt and 800 volt uh, electric uh, drives. This is the uh, situation as uh, we see today.
1: What about GAN in this uh, regard of design? So, GAN is uh, mainly used in uh, the CDC converters for onboard power supplies. It increases efficiency, reduces uh, size, especially in the 48-volt bus systems, which are uh, increasingly being used. So, currently, there are, as you know, a couple of GAN device concepts. Can you tell me which is uh, your direction into development and uh, considering uh, the next wave of electrification. Well,
0: at ST, we strongly believe that GAN uh, is a natural companion of silicon carbide. Uh, But uh, at the same time, we have uh, to say that it is a bit uh, behind the silicon carbide uh, in terms of uh, uh, maturity, especially for uh, automotive use. Today, the systems uh, uh, you mentioned uh, are running on silicon carbide MOSFETs. In the future, in the next future, Redesigns will move to GAN for the reasons uh, that uh, you have just uh, highlighted and this is uh, higher frequency operation and therefore smaller size and higher power density. At ST, our first focus as far as gallium nitride is on 650 volt uh, products for onboard chargers, and DC to DC uh, converters, and the next step is likely to be in the range of uh, 100 volt for gallium nitride that can suit, let me say, the 48 volt battery platforms, including uh, mild hybrid versions of uh, electric vehicles. This is uh, how we uh, see, you know, the gallium nitride. Uh, semiconductors complementing uh, silicon carbide MOSFETs.
1: What about inverter? So in the powertrain, we have uh, a lot of uh, systems. Uh, what about the competition? If we can say in this way, GAN silicon carbide? What are the issues? What do you think?
0: Maurizio, based uh, on our uh, success story regarding uh, uh, silicon carbide, uh, I have to say that uh, those products, silicon carbide MOSFETs uh, today and are and will still be for quite a long time, uh, the main choice for building a traction inverter. Why? Because of the large availability of uh, 1200 volt products, which I mentioned before for 800 volt uh, bus, and also to its uh, proven and well-established uh, ruggedness and uh, simpler gate drive capability. Uh, as opposed to that, uh, uh, gallium nitride emts uh, as they are also named, Are based uh, on lateral technology and exist only at uh, 650 volts, so they need special circuits for uh, uh, blocking 1200 volts using, for instance, a multi-level topology in uh, in a traction inverter. And at the same time, as these strategies to offer both uh, technologies and work with partners uh, to meet uh, the uh, requirements. But needless to remark that ST also offers its application expertise in addressing new circuit uh, concepts. To summarize, today we think that the most suitable technology for uh, a traction inverter is silicon carbide. There could be the possibility of using GAN in an inverter But for 1200 volt, for 800 volt batteries, for instance, special circuits are needed, like multi-level. But we uh, will be offering both and we are interested in working with partners and customers in order to offer the right product for the right application at the right uh, cost.
1: So, silicon carbide modules. So, there has been uh, significant development activities on that. So, with uh, an important focus on packaging materials such as die to attach and substrate interconnections. So, the packaging of uh, modules must be suitable. A new type, a new technology of packaging must uh, meet the requirements of wide band gap uh, semiconduct at 100% for sure, where in which you can benefit from uh, high temperature, uh, high temperature operation, high frequency switching, and so on. So, what are your considerations here?
0: We recognized that challenge uh, early and invested in R and D and brought uh, innovative solutions uh, to the market at the right time. For instance, ST uh, has been the only silicon carbide supplier to start offering MOSFETs rated at uh, 200 degrees in standard plastic packages like the TO247 to fully exploit uh, the new technology, including also its thermal behavior. Our high volume package, uh, which we name uh, STPAC, uh, which we developed uh, specifically uh, for inverter applications, is equipping today millions of electric uh, vehicles on the road. We can estimate it as, uh, as being uh, around uh, 5 million different cars. It uses novel techniques uh, such as uh, silver sintering also for attaching it to the heat sinks. This results in better uh, thermal contact and superior uh, long-term reliability. Our upcoming power modules will follow exactly the same approach, which means that they will exploit new Assembly techniques and materials to maximize the benefits of the wide band gap semiconductors like silicon carbide. Now, the good results in terms of thermal resistance and better long term reliability for using silver sintering instead of thermal interface material for attaching a discrete package like the ST pack onto a base plate will be extended to the next generation of i power modules, inherently much more complex, of course, than the ST pack itself, which is a discrete uh, uh, package. Another example uh, worth uh, being mentioning is internal connections. and we are working very hard in order to reduce uh, the internal inductance associated with internal uh, connections in order to uh, reduce uh, a ringing uh, phenomena that may uh, result in critical uh, operation. So, this is basically how we see, uh, you know, the packaging activity vis-à-vis that of uh, technology development.
1: Move into the wafer fabrication. So it is um, a delicate process. Not all wafers are ideal for the, the final uh, devices. Uh, final devices such as uh, MOSFETs, for example. So there are um, challenges. Uh, several challenges associated with the manufacturing of uh, of silicon carbide uh, wafers. Mm. Some obstacles are like those the industry faced in growing larger silicon wafers, including the purity, the fact density of the basic uh, material and manufacturing process. As uh, the industry is, uh, is moving, uh, moves from internal combustion engine to electric vehicles, uh, the adoption of uh, new solution that can increase uh, efficiency and offer longer range and faster uh, charging will provide benefits across the, the, the powertrain. And uh, at the same time, um, device manufacturers should uh, ensure uh, to have uh, access to high quality silicon carbide substrate to support their customers supply chain, uh, with the goal to be vertically integrated, maybe as much as possible, is very important. Uh, supply chain capacity for uh, both wafers and devices needs to, to increase. So the cost per wafer still needs uh, to come down. So what sort of improvements does the current technology need? So the approach uh, also to fabrication, to semiconductor fabrication and packaging, I guess, plays an important role in device reliability.
0: You are right. Uh, I fully agree with you, Maurizio. Uh, Silicon carbide processes are uh, more challenging than those of silicon, as we uh, all know. It took us years of uh, investment and hard work to get where we are today. This is because of the material hardness And the presence of uh, defects uh, in the uh, substrate. But having started producing automotive products uh, earlier than most competitors, ST has managed uh, to master uh, defects with dedicated uh, testing flows and judicious screening uh, techniques. Using uh, this, we have already sent into the field uh, more than 200 million chips. Uh, We can say that. Today, the automotive industry is using uh, more than 200 million different uh, silicon carbide uh, MOSFET chips from ST. Uh, ST is very uh, attentive uh, when it comes to uh, assuring a reliable and secure supply chain. Our acquisition of Norstel in 2019 enabled us to create vertically integrated and full supply chain. We are now building a new integrated fab close to our main uh, production site in Catania, Italy. This fab will be the first of its kind uh, in uh, Europe. And our target is to source at least 40% of our silicon carbide wafer needs using in-house internal uh, substrates produced in in this new plant and this new factory by 2024. Also, we opened a second silicon carbide manufacturing line at the end of 2021 in Asia, in Singapore. This is also contributing to our wafer capacity to respond to the increasing demand by uh, mass car electrification. We have already proven our ability to build 200 uh, uh, millimeter or eight inch uh, wafer prototypes in, uh, in uh, Sweden. And this attests to the importance that ST attaches to expanding 200 millimeter wafers. By the way, it's important also to underline that our equipment and machinery can already handle 200 uh, Millimeter wafers, so we expect the transition to be quite uh, small.
1: So, Filippo, as a uh, conclusion, so you mentioned uh, different aspects about uh, silicon carbide, gallium nitride for electric vehicles. Just last comment on the next wave of GAN and silicon carbide for the next uh, electrifications. Electrification challenges for improving cost, uh, manufacturing design, uh, also. reliability and seek electrification. So what's next in conclusion?
0: Very good question indeed. Today we are a market leader in silicon carbide with uh, an estimated uh, share of uh, 50% according to Yowler. So we are quite uh, meticulous in introducing uh, technology uh, generations, new uh, iterations to bring additional advantage and uh, suit the ever more challenging requirements of our customers' specifications and uh, mission profiles. To be clear and more specific, uh, we introduced uh, the third generation of our technology at the end of uh, 2021, and we are now in the process of uh, proliferating uh, uh, the product uh, uh, lineup uh, with more uh, part numbers and uh, uh, devices. The next uh, generation, Gen 4, uh, which will represent another uh, important step forward, uh, is expected uh, to be qualified uh, by the end of this year. But in parallel, uh, we are also deeply engaged in uh, uh, realizing uh, the benefits of multiple hidden improvements related to continuous yield uh, maximization, and above all, to the 200 millimeter uh, weather size switch uh, switchover. So the last question, what comes next in the longer term? Well, I, I have to make a special uh, effort, and I would say that why not think uh, in a longer term horizon, of a new revolutionary technology uh, iteration using uh, the best uh, processes successfully debugged in silicon over the last uh, years, such as superjunction and trench. I know that uh, a question cannot be answered with another question, but this gives uh, a, an idea of how much we are uh, busy today, improving our silicon carbide MOSFETs to keep and consolidate our leadership and. Uh, We uh, want to still be uh, innovative. And why not? Uh, Why not using uh, some processes that have successfully been implemented on silicon and try to uh, optimize them for silicon carbide? Processes like a superjunction uh, or trench. Why not? This is something that would be very, very interesting to realize uh, in the next
1: years. Yes, and uh, for sure, right now we can talk in in one of the next. Podcast. Thanks a lot, uh, Filippo. Thanks for joining uh, at PowerUp and an insightful conversation about uh, why the band gap or vehicle. Thank you, Filippo.
0: My real pleasure, Maurizio. Thank you.
1: That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about Power Electronics. If you are listening to this on the podcast page at eetimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown in this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspencore Media. The host is Maurizio Di Polemiglio, and the producer is James Ead. Thank you everyone for listening. See you next episode. Stay tuned.